Okay. We still are talking about living by the power. Amen. Living by the power of God takes on a whole different perspective. Amen. Sometimes that people look at existing as to be living. But living is more than just existing. Amen. When you look at it, everybody exists. But are you truly living? Are you truly living by the power of God? So when we get back off into the studying of the living by the power of God, there is some passages of scripture that would help us to get a better understanding about God's living ways. Amen. So quickly, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to go and start at Matthew 28, verses 18 and 19. I'm not going to go back to Matthew 16. I'm going to go on to 28 and 19. Okay. Let's read those two passages of scripture. We, matter of fact, we're going to read 18 through 20. Let's read them, please. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and, and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end. This commission was given to the apostles. And when he gave them this commission of the apostles, they did not really clearly understand all that he was saying. And the only way that they found out what he truly meant, it had to be revealed. And when you get into Acts chapter 1, you will find out that he revealed it through his power. Because in our natural sense, we take the word and it means so many different meanings to us that we really don't get the true understanding as to what God was saying. Amen. And when you look at the passage of scripture, Jesus said that all authority and all the powers and rules, look at in heaven and in earth, not just in earth, but all the heavenly rules and all the power and authority is given unto me. So therefore, if all of this power and authority and rules was given unto Jesus in heaven and in earth, 
I'm surely believe that he can show you how to get the glory. I'm sure that he knows what it takes for you on earth because the power was given to him, not just in heaven alone, but on earth as well. So therefore, he knows what it takes for you to live this thing on earth in order for you to get to heaven. Come on now. Then he turned around and he told his disciples, Therefore, go and teach all nations. Lord, have mercy. He didn't stop at the Jewish nation. He said all nations. So guess what? He was opening up a whole new can of worms. Because salvation seemed to have been stopped at the nation of Israel. The Jewish nation. But here Jesus is saying, I'm opening this thing up all over. I want you to go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. But they had to get the revelation as to what you're talking about. Do I need to baptize them three times? No, because there is only one God. So he had to get, they had to get the revelation of what he really meant. Now you got to keep in mind, even when you read that passage of scripture, all power in heaven and in earth is given unto me. So everything that God wrote from this point was pointing toward Jesus Christ. Amen. Teaching them. And here's the problem here again is the word teaching. Because folks get in their book and been in religion for so long, they think they know everything that they need to know. Baby, you can live on this earth till you get 999 and a half, and it's still something in this book that you don't understand. And guess what? And God fixed it so that you got to be taught. And he told you to observe all things. Whatsoever I have command you, this observation must be observed by God and his apostles must pay attention to what God has said and don't leave, you know what he's saying? And don't leave nothing out. He said, and if you don't leave nothing out, I will be with you even to the end of the world. Wow. You got to... Observe everything that I command you. He didn't say what somebody else command or what Moses command. He said, you got to observe everything that I command you. And behold, I will be with you all the days of your life on every occasion to the very close and, and consumptionated consumptionate of the ages. I will be with you to the end. Down to the consummation. All power. <laughs> if he got all power, he knows how to give you some. Am I right about that? If he possess all power, there is no shortage in him powering you to live this thing. Amen. 
Here is the key to the kingdom of heaven. The disciples were to carry out the great commission to baptize and teach obedience in the revelation of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. This revelation had to be of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. I will be with you always, and for the Lord to be with you is for you to be with the power of God that you can do all things that he commands you. He didn't give you a word to do and not the power to do it. Come on now. Ain't no way in the world God gave you something to do and then he left you with a word that I can't get it done. That's a lie straight from hell. You can get it done if God told you to do it. Come on now. To prove my point. Let's go to John 16 right quick. Here is where the revelation got infused. Amen. John 16 and the verse 
Who you been pumping up? Don't answer that. He will honor me because he will take up, receive a man, draw from a phone what is mine, and look here what he said in, 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 in F5, and reveal. Reveal means he's going to declare, disclose, or transmit it to you. Wow. So make no difference that they had been following Jesus. They still couldn't get an understanding of all that he spoke because they were thinking natural and he was speaking spiritual. And the only way they were going to get some spiritual understanding is where the power of God come through the Holy Ghost. Think about it. All of your natural religious life that you live before you got the Holy Ghost and you found out that you really didn't understand nothing. Come on now. Everything that you thought you knew went out the window because you didn't get the right revelation. Amen. And it took the Holy Ghost in you to help you to grasp what God said through his word and hide it in your heart and ponder over it to the Holy Ghost Open up your, you know, your, the eyes of your understanding had to be open. <coughs> Am I right about that? Then you start saying, oh, I can see it now. I can see what I, I, I thought I knew. I found out I didn't know nothing. Come on now. You, you and me and everybody that were running around here thinking water baptism was Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Huh? Couldn't nobody tell you no different either. You know why? Because you said the preacher said. And then the preacher went to the book and wrote and, and read that one passage of scripture to you. And you can't find it nowhere else in the book. Because of the misconception. As to what the scripture meant. Come on now. So. Jesus told his disciples. To go into. All the world. Tell everybody. That he paid the penalty. For their sin. Huh. Huh. That, and whosoever, and I like that word when he said whosoever, that means everybody is included. Whosoever would believe in him and are baptized into him will be forgiven with the option of receiving eternal life. Because sometimes we can get baptized and then go right back out there. So it's got to be an option. You got, to, you got an option to stay or leave. It's left up to you. But once you came into the truth, oh, good God Almighty, you were held accountable for every true word that you have came encountered with. Amen. So, Jesus, the driving power that carried the missionaries around the world and set Christ's church in motion is the faith that came from the power of of the Holy Ghost. There was no more religious move that was being made that really 
accomplished anything uh, after the Holy Ghost came. Everything had to flow through the Holy Ghost. And here is why a lot of people are finding it hard to walk with God like God wants them to walk because they won't let the power of the Holy Ghost flow through them. Come on, somebody. We can do a lot of good things. Come on now. But we can't do a lot of spiritual things. You can do a lot of good things in the flesh. But what are you doing in the spiritual realm? Are you staying in contact with the spiritual God? Do you and God have communications? Do y'all talk? Do you receive instructions and directions from the Holy Ghost? Is the Holy Ghost telling you anything about Jesus Christ? Uh-oh. If the Holy Ghost ain't telling you nothing about Jesus Christ, guess what? Check the ghost that you got. Because it might be Casper. Come on, somebody. And he ain't friendly either. I like what the 15th verse said. It said, all things that the Father had are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and show it. Wait a minute. Everything that the Father had is given to Jesus Christ. That is what I meant when I said he, the Spirit, will take these things that are mine and reveal, de declare, disclose, and transmit them to you. Oh, this thing got to be transmitted. Uh -huh. This thing got to be disclosed. Come on, somebody. You can't go off of what you think. You got to go off on what the Spirit said. Oh, you got to go off on what the Spirit leads. Am I right? Well, he went on to tell him, a little while you shall not see me, and again in a little while, and ye shall see me, because I go to the Father. Now, here he is speaking into the future realm. He's speaking to them about future plans, and yet they still don't understand. Amen. What is it that he said a little while? We cannot tell what he said. They gave you right there that they really didn't get to understand. So often that we in the church that do not uh, listen to the word of God by the spirit of God and we fail to really get the understanding. Amen. And what does it do? It causes us to go off half cocked. Amen. Believe in one thing when it's another. Or believe in half truth and leaving the other half off. So many organizations don't believe half of the gospel and they leave half the gospel off. You got to believe all the gospel. Come on, somebody. Mm. Back up to uh, John chapter 1. <clears throat> 
quick and then I'm going to try my best to push on. Verses 10, <clears throat> starting at 10 through 14. Let's read them, please. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. Born not of the blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now here, he said, even to them that believed on his name. <laughs> I don't know if they missed that part that you got to believe on his name. Why? Because he was in the world and the world was made by him. Come on now. And then he went on to say that the world was made by him, but the world knew him not. Now you see why the revelation must come. The world didn't know him. It had to be revealed unto him who he really was. But as many as received him, why did he say receive him? In other words, he said, as many as believed him. You can't receive him if you don't believe him. So as many as received him, to them he gave power to become sons of God. He gave them authority. He gave them power. He gave them rights. And he gave them privileges. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. It's a privilege to become a son of God. Come on, somebody. And he gave you that authority. Why is that authority? Because that's giving you power to hold on to what he gave you. Come on, somebody. He gave you the power to hold on to what he gave you to, to, to make you sons of God, to give you inheritance. You got to hold on to your inheritance. Come on now. Pastor was talking Sunday about Esau and Jacob. Esau had the inheritance, but he didn't hold on to it. He got tricked. Come on, somebody. And the devil is still tricking a whole lot of folks out of the house of God that God made so. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Folks that walked with God for years and got tricked right out of the house of God. Got tricked out of the ark of safety because guess what? They got to knowing too much in their own self. And left out the Holy Ghost. You can't leave out Holy Ghost in salvation. Holy Ghost is what's going to lead you to salvation. 
If you don't get instruction and direction from the Holy Ghost, I'll be the first one to tell you, the road that you are traveling is a familiar road. Come on, somebody. A lot of folks that went down familiar passes just to find out they was on the wrong road. Come on, somebody. You can be traveling two roads going south. And you going to one destination, and when you find out one of them roads is going to take you way down somewhere else, although you thought that it was still leading you straight south. Come on, somebody. But as the road goes, it goes and it drifts off, it waves off to the side, and it still travels south, but it keeps traveling to a point that you really can't tell whether or not you're drifting off or not. So many folks in, re in, in religion been drifting off and drifting off and they don't understand. They done drift away from the gospel of Jesus Christ and gone to another gospel. Because the Holy Ghost is not leading them. Come on somebody. Hmm. He gave you power he gave he gave the authority for you to become children of God he approved you got to be approved he approved your sonship and he gave you privileges huh? as a child of God he gave you rights as a child of God amen he didn't owe you nothing it was a privilege you didn't pay for nothing. It was a privilege. He did all the payment. Come on now. So you have to watch how folks try to lead you out of the gospel. John showed Jesus as full human and full God. Although Jesus took upon himself the full humanity, and lived as a man. He never ceased to be in the eternal God. Come on somebody. He always existed. Jesus is the creator. And the sustainer of all things. And the source of eternal life. This is the foundation of the truth. Of Jesus. And if you can't believe this basic truth. Wow. How in the world have you got faith in God? If you can't believe the basic truth that Jesus is the one, that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is the way of salvation, how in the world can you stay and say you believe in God? We have, we would not have enough faith to trust our eternal destination. Amen? Amen? When you feel that your life is too complex for God to understand, remember, God created the entire universe and nothing is too difficult for him. He created you. He is a living witness today that if you want to be kept, God can keep you. If you want to be saved, God can save you. God's love is bigger than any problem you face. It's bad when people choose the people chosen by God 
to prepare the rest of the world for the Messiah rejected him. He prepared this for the nation of Israel to, to, to vandalize, to evangelize the whole world. But yet instead of evangelizing the world, they rejected him. So guess what? He had to turn from them and find somebody that will be the whosoever. You came into play in the whosoever. Amen. If he had no respect for the Jewish nation, guess what? He don't have none for you to you if you don't believe. Amen. He has no respect the person. What I said for one, I said all. Come on now. So you got to watch how folks try to get you to burn off from the truth. The truth travels straight. There is no variance in it. Come on, somebody. Amen. When you get to talking about adding uh, your, your two bits in it, then you make it two ways, and God is one way. You start adding stuff to it, then it becomes your way. And your way ain't going to fly. Oh, somebody didn't hear me. Well, put some stretch marks here where I want to go. Uh, I want to go to Acts chapter 1. Because, see, somebody got to understand that uh, you didn't get this revelation on your own. The truth didn't come by your knowledge. Amen. Let's look at let's let's look at verse four, and we're gonna read down to verse eight. Okay. Let's read, please. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not in now, here he's saying, telling them that do not just depend on religious affirmations. You got to get spiritual baptized. Come on, somebody. You can't just go by religion doctrine and just base your salvation on what religious doctrine says. You got to get this thing that come from glory. The only way that you're going to get this that come from glory is you got to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. So many religions have rejected being baptized in the Holy Ghost uh, and they don't understand they are really actually caught up in unbelief. And if you get caught up in unbelief, make it known unto you today that you cannot be saved in unbelief. You can go to church seven days a week if you want but if unbelief is stuck in your crown, baby, you just wasted a whole bunch of time. Amen. Jesus plainly gave them the formula. Now you got to understand that they still hadn't received the Holy Ghost. So they really wasn't fully in knowledge of what he was talking about. Did y'all get that one? 
But Jesus wasn't worried about it because he knew that when the season and the time came that they were going to receive what he had been telling them that what they was going to do and they had to have it before they went on the Great Commission. They could not do the Great Commission until they had been spiritually endowed. Come on, somebody. Because you know why? They wouldn't understand what they were telling the folks. Because they had to have the power. Let's read, let's read, let's read, let's read. Verse, uh, let's read uh, uh, verse 6. They asked to him, saying, Lord, would thou at this time restore again? They still thinking on the natural end. He talking to them about being spiritually baptized. They talking about restoring Israel. They still in that natural thinking. They not grasping nothing that he's saying spiritually. We talking about the apostles. If the apostles had problem with it, guess what? You did too. Come on, somebody. If the apostles couldn't get it right off the bat, guess what? You can't either. Come on now. Read the book. It is not for you to know the time of the season which the... Don't worry about what you can't control. Come on, somebody. In other words, he's telling them, get out of God's business. That's God's business. You need to attend to what I told you to do. Oh, Lord, y'all didn't get that one, did you? He was giving them instruction on what they supposed to do and they trying to find out what God's supposed to do. It ain't your business what God's supposed to do. You need to do what you're supposed to do. We get so tied up and in, in, in wondering about what somebody else supposed to be doing and letting your own work go undone. Come on, somebody. He said... It is not for you to come acquainted with and to know what time, come on somebody, or what year or what period is fixed or what season or what critical niche in time which the Father had appointed and fixed and reserved by his own choice. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, it's like he telling them, get out of daddy's business. You just take care of what the son gave you to do. Huh? Amen. Eight verse, did we die today, verse? Eight verse says, but you shall receive, you shall receive what? Oh, the ability and the efficiency and the might of God. Read the book. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and unto the othermost part of earth. So guess what? Now he's telling them you're going to receive power after you get the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is going to lead, because that's his job, to lead. He's going to lead you to be a witness both in Jerusalem, 
in Judea and into Samaritan and to the uttermost part of the earth. Wow. That's what you got to be concerned about. Don't be concerned about what's in the Father's power. About when he's going to restore Israel. What you need to do is get the gospel out. And that's the problem with it. We do it. We, we think we're about everything except getting the gospel out. Huh? The Holy Ghost is charging everybody to get the gospel out. That is your job. Don't sit there like it's only the preacher's job. The Holy Ghost is designed for you to get the gospel out. Mm. Because what? When he gave you the Holy Ghost, he gave you power. What did he give you? What power? Authority. He gave you authority to speak as the Holy Ghost gives you utterance. Now, if the Holy Ghost is dead in you, you can't get no utterance. Huh? If the Holy Ghost has been kicked out of your house, good God Almighty, he ain't knocking to get back in. Come on now. Hmm. I got to go a little further on this one. Verse 9 says, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud. You got your orders. Check it out now. You got your orders, boys. Now I'm going home. <laughs> Did y'all get it? I done gave you your orders. I made it plain for what you need to do. And after the Holy Ghost come, he's going to reveal to you exactly what you got to do. Now, I'm finna go home because my work is done. Jesus' work is done and yours just got started. Wow. And you going to sit down on the job? Huh? You going to sit out on the job and keep doing your thing? When he already done died for your thing. Look what 10 verse says. And while they looked steadfast toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand you there? The same Jesus is taken up from you from the, into the heaven shall come in like manner as you have seen him go. Don't let him come back with your work undone. Don't let him come back and the Holy Ghost is not active in you. If the, look here. If the Holy Ghost is not active, neither is your faith. If your Holy Ghost has gone cold, your faith is gone cold as well. Oh, y'all didn't hear that one. Because the Holy Ghost came to give you power. Man, when one came here, you was expecting to have 
Because you needed to stay warm. Come on, somebody. You better keep the Holy Ghost in your furnace. You better keep some fire in your furnace. Because if it don't have no fire in your furnace, baby, your faith is going cold. Come on, somebody. You got to push through this thing. Do you think that the apostles did not spend a lifetime of pushing? Everywhere they went, they had to push their way through. Huh? They got stoned. They got beat. They got thrown in jail. They were left for dead. Come on now. And you think you're going to go through here tipping through the tulips? Can't stand for nothing to be said or done? That you don't get bent all out of salt? That's because when the Holy Ghost is not active in you, you can't take nothing. Come on, somebody. Because the Holy Ghost supposed to be a... Then he not tell him, he said, don't worry about what you're going to say when you get before them. When you get before them, the Holy Ghost going to give you what to say. Huh? Come on, somebody. So therefore, that's telling me when 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 folks get uh, 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 stepping on your religious toe, you ain't got to get rail all up. Is that because God said at that time he, the Holy Ghost will give you what to say? And if the Holy Ghost says shut up, that's just what you need to do, shut up? It didn't say that the Holy Ghost was going to have you defending everything. He might Ha, <laughs> 
I don't want to speak in tongue. Can you just, can you just feel me? Because <laughs> uh, I don't believe in all that tongue stuff. But just, just give me the Holy Ghost. It comes with the Holy Ghost. They don't come separate or you take one without the other. Huh? It's a full package. Come on, somebody. <laughs> you either get it all or you don't get none. Come on, somebody. And, you know, I don't understand how religious leaders have the same book that you have, but yet they got people thinking as soon as you shook the preacher's hand and joined the church, you got the Spirit of God. That's the biggest lie I've ever been told. That's the biggest deception that has hit the religious world. Because you got a little book knowledge. Maybe it's winter, two, three, or four years of college. Don't make your smartness outsmart God. Don't make you spiritually knowledge. Come on now. You better go back and ask Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a teacher of the Jewish law. And he found out that he didn't know. So he went to Jesus by night. I can't let the rest of them know that I'm looking for some knowledge. So I'm going to go at night. You know how it is. I'm going to go at night time. I'm going to go to the teacher. I'm going to go to the rabbi. Because huh? I need to know some stuff that's been bothering with me. Come on now. I know what the law says. But teacher, I know there's some stuff that you know that I don't know. Hmm. You must be born again. <coughs> and he gave him the formula. You must be born by water and a spirit. Huh? He didn't say one of them. You got to be born of water and spirit or you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Mighty wind, 
And it filled all the house where they were sitting. It didn't come quietly. It came with a sound. It came with a mighty wind. And it filled the whole house. Well, it's something when the anointing filled the whole house. I don't know if you had the presence of the anointing to fill the whole house. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And can't nothing go on but what the Holy Ghost said going to go on. Sometimes the Holy Ghost uh, will come in and sit the preacher down. And say, we're going to have a spiritual war today because the anointing is in the house. And God's going to do some slaying. He's going to get rid of some stuff. He's going to break some change. He's going to set some folks free. This is what we are having church. Filled the whole house. Huh? Ooh. Folks that thought they couldn't run took out the running. Huh? Folks that thought they couldn't shout start shouting. Come on now. And it says, verse 3, And there appeared unto them clover tongue like as a fire. And it's, wait a minute. The tongue resembled fire and it was like you couldn't put it out. Huh? You couldn't stop the operation of it. The Holy Ghost was coming and there was no stopping in them that was in the house. Did y'all hear that one? So you have to be trying to do in, in, in the church is out of this world. Come on somebody. <laughs> you got to let God to do out of this world in you. Come on somebody. So that you can have like the sister, so you can have God's supernatural power. Come on somebody. Woo. So it set on them like fire. And it settled upon each and every one of them. And the fourth verse says, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. Now, that tells me that if the Holy Ghost is not for everybody, then God do have respect for person. And he said he don't have respect for person. Somebody. 
They were filled, diffused throughout their souls with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues, different languages, foreign languages, as the Spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression. Man. 
man played right in the hands of God's plan. And you know what? It was God that picked the day for it to be done. Amen. And he, you know what? And some that might not have wasn't going to the festival, they got summons to the festival. Amen. God made sure that every nationality was there. And we thank God ain't going to be moving. Huh? God be moving when you think he ain't moving. Wow. Fifth verse says, And thou wert dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews devoured out of every nation. Huh? And now, when this was known abroad, the multitude came together and was confounded because every man heard them speak in his own language. Now, some folks read that, 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 that statement and get dumbfounded about it. So therefore, if there was 125 in the upper room, there was 125 different languages out there to be sent a message clean across the universe. And we think it was just a speaking The Holy Ghost sent a message to the uttermost part of the world. Show you how we think and how God has to taper our thinking. Our thinking has to be tapered. Because our thinking get wild. Come on, somebody. Second Corinthians verses 2. Starting at verse 9. First Corinthians, I'm sorry. First Corinthians chapter 2. Starting at verse 9 says, For it is written, that I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, 
the things which God has prepared. For. Now you can hold up right there. 